At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The line movement the last 30 minutes before a game is really indicative to me. I think the line movement right now going into uh, the NFL draft less than a week away now, very indicative. Now, there could be smoke signals, which you do a great job of, you know, kind of picking us, uh, you know, staying away from the landmines here, Pritch. But a lot of money coming in on Thibodeau, Thibodeau to go second overall, now minus 125. If you like Thibodeau early, but you're worried about, uh, you know, maybe not going second overall, I did uh, bet a game or bet a play on Thibodeau under four and a half draft position at minus 150, Pritch. That's another way to attack this. You're only paying 25 cents more in terms of juice, and then you'll cover yourself if he goes, you know, third or fourth there. That four and a half, I believe yesterday was five and a half under minus 250. So what do you think, Pritch? Is this real or a smokescreen with Thibodeau maybe going second overall? No, that one's kind of real. Uh, I've been mentioning that in terms of what I was looking for from a betting standpoint is that. Uh, exacta, like one, two, and three, all go on edge players uh, because of Walker, because of Thibodeau, and then also because of Aiden Hutchinson. So I uh, haven't seen anything like that, but certainly the under situation for Thibodeau uh, becomes attractive. So nice job by highlighting that. Uh, it, it's just impact players, you know, and that's what this draft is going to be about to me. And then also all the teams with multiple first round picks. Uh, and the ability to move up if they need to to get the guy that they want or they covet or certainly teams at the top that could move down uh, because they were very, very active uh, in the offseason, Jacksonville in particular. Uh, we're going to have Randy Mueller on the program a little bit later, uh, former uh, executive of the year, 2000 executive of the year GM as well. He was the guy who signed me to go up to Seattle. So looking forward to Randy Mueller giving his insight and his perspective on the draft too. So uh, we'll get back to that, Josh, but we got to get – in, in, into this NBA situation uh, because the Grizzlies, uh, they were just incredible uh, against the T-Wolves. I'm going to call them the T-Wolves now, no longer the Timberwolves. They got to earn that back uh, after surrender, surrendering two 20-point leads in their game at home, Josh Applebaum. Now you got the Grizzlies leading uh, this way, and I think stealing the hearts away from the T-Wolves as well, 2-1 uh, to one in the series. What would you make uh, of that game right there? Yeah, so what I make of it, Pritch, is Charles Barkley was totally right. He called the Timberwolves at halftime dumb as rocks. And it was a little, <laughs> little harsh there uh, from the great philosopher Charles Barkley. But I felt the same exact way. Like, I'm holding a Timberwolves uh, plus two ticket yesterday, Pritch. Remember, we were looking at some really sharp line movement in their favor. You know, they opened getting two and a half. They got down to two at some shops, close around two and a half, depending on the book. But it was a really lopsided play to the Grizzlies, yet you were seeing that movement go to the Timberwolves. So I'm saying, hey, we're up 26, we're up 25. You know, in the fourth quarter, they had multiple leads there of, of, of over 20 points and just didn't really show. Like, to me, this is the perfect example of a lot of talent, but not very fundamentally mm-hmm. sound, doesn't really know how to win. Like, I was thinking Beverly was going to be the guy to really, uh, you know, kind of, you know, show them the, the course here, show them the way. 
Uh, but really, Carl Anthony Towns, a guy that, oh, Fritz, what did he have? Eight points, 12 points. You yeah. know, again, another lackluster performance here. Carl Anthony Towns, to me, is maybe your next Carmelo Anthony. Like, how long are we going to stay? This guy is so young with so much potential. At some point, uh, like, how many times do we see him bulldoze his way through, like, multiple guys down low and commit offensive fouls? Like, when are you going to learn that? Maybe you kick it out and don't just bum rush everyone and, you know, get an offensive foul. So, to me, it was a really tough beat if you're on Wolves plus the points, obviously. Public was really happy with that Grizzlies comeback. But I would say, Pritch, a silver lining there was that under. Remember we talked about uh, that total that opened 238, ended up closing, you know, 237 and a half, 237. You have seen these unders do very well, and that's another system match here. If you look at these unders so far in the playoffs, I know they were 2-1 to the over last night, but they're still 17-9 to the under 65%. And if they fall at least a half point, they're 11 and 6, 65%. And when they're 225 or higher, then now I believe 9 and 3 to the under. So really tough beat with the T Wolves if you're like me last night, but at least we got the under in that one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it comes down to pressure and matchups, you know, which players can handle it. Uh, this is the playoffs, and, and the best players certainly rise to the top. And as betters, we got we to gotta focus in on that. And I certainly I'd probably do a better job of highlighting uh, when players are succumbing to the pressure. Uh, when frustration uh, is all about out there on the floor, and then when the game becomes easy. And certainly it's become easy for Memphis uh, with the deeper rotation. There's no pressure on those guys, man. They're out there having a blast, Josh. Uh, and that's something as a better. I mean, certainly, I don't know if anybody handicaps that way, but uh, as a better myself, I, I mean, I can rely on that uh, in a playoff atmosphere when both teams are highly familiar with each other and also taking advantage of the matchups out there. Yeah, I think it's a great point. You know, looking at the series price now, Pritch, it's up to Grizzlies minus 800. So right. uh, big move. And again, maybe that was like, I'm looking at some of these games where you give them your best shot and you just come up short. And I know mm -hmm. these series are somewhat still early a bit here, but how demoralizing is that going to be for a T-Wolves team that very talented, but yet again, giving up these leads. I wonder if this kind of splinters that locker room and they say, man, you know, that you focus and you fixate. It's almost like, as it better? Pritch, you go four and one with your bets. You're going to remember and fixate on that one right. loss more than you're going to love those four wins. So I want to see how they respond uh, with the T-Wolves in this matchup moving forward. And now plus 550 uh, to you know come back and win this series. I really don't expect that. But looking at some of these early numbers, Grizzlies are a three-point favorite uh, tomorrow night at 10 o'clock for the next matchup here. So keep an eye out on the under again. It opened 233 and a half, mm -hmm. down to 232 and a half. I could see maybe another under play in that T-Wolves game. Okay, then you got the Mavericks doing what they're doing without Luka, which is highly impressive. Uh, we'll get to that situation too. And then the Warriors taking care of business uh, against the Nug Nuggets. I saw that one coming, I have to say, Josh. I mean, I know it was a contrarian play right there, a heavily lopsided uh, situation from a betting standpoint. Uh, but the Warriors, my goodness, uh, that team looks like they can win the whole thing. Yeah, they really do, Pritch. And don't worry, I'm eating a lot of crow on that <laughs> Nuggets play last night. So I, I'll take it. It's okay. I can put up with it. But okay. uh, again, to me, it was why was that line so short? Yeah. Such heavy betting Warriors, yet it really didn't move at all. Although I think late you may have seen <laughs> two and a, half. a little tick up. Yeah, some twos did get up to two and a half. So maybe it wasn't just a pure line freeze there. But uh, Pritch, I got to admit, you know, when Jokic hits that bucket and they're up one with like two minutes left, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. But I think it just shows you, you know, this Warriors team, everything is clicking for yeah. them right now. Draymond Green with that, you know, pick in the pocket of, of Jokic mm -hmm. really was their last gasp last night. The offense is incredible here. Poole has been unbelievable, uh, you know, just as a young player that stepped in and, you know, scoring 25 a game pretty much. The Warriors are now your favorite to win the NBA title. They're plus 280. Uh, that's kind of, you know, come out of no, not come out of nowhere, but the injury to Phoenix, obviously the in, with Booker, the injury there to Milwaukee. The Celtics are now tied with the Suns, second best odds, plus 500. So the Warriors, to me, Pritch, uh, it's getting scary. This team looks like uh, kind of reminiscent of that, you know, early Dub City dynasty from, uh, you know, a few years ago. Okay, let's get to some games coming up on Saturday because, or one game in particular, the Celtics and the Nets, because uh, we have some breaking news about it. Uh, ben Simmons plans to play a game four. Uh, not necessarily in game three. Uh, and then your guy, Robert Williams, I mean, he's been uh, practicing uh, with the Celtics, probably going to get some minutes coming up here in game three. Yeah, that's kind of the big surprise to me. I was under the assumption that you wouldn't see him this series. So I think, uh, obviously, a young player in the the, uh, <clears throat> the modern science of today, uh, Pritch, <laughs> how you can turn around after an injury very quickly. But slight tear, uh, obviously. 
Yeah, very, very slight. But uh, yeah, I would say this to me, I'm looking at the points of the Celtics. You know, right now you have heavy, heavy betting on the Nets. Now we're, we're 24 hours away or even further than mm-hmm. that. So, you know, see how this thing, you know, moves over the next day or so. A lot of these books open, you know, Nets laying three and a half. We're showing three and a half on our screen. But don't wait till tomorrow if you like the Celtics. I'm seeing them inch down to three at a lot of shops. So if you want to grab yeah. the points there, three and a half is probably your best number. Little maybe lean to the under again, 223 and a half down to 223. And I think with Williams, you know, if all goes well, you know, maybe, I don't know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, some low number. But if he plays well, that number is going to increase each game. So I think for the Celtics, you know, I'd be wary of the Nets. We, we can see how these these series shifts, Pritch. We, you know, when you go home, things can, you know, turn on a dime here. Right. The Nets would match that, you know, down 0-2 first quarter, first half system. But if the Celtics continue to only get 25% of bets, I'm seeing almost 80%. On the Nets here, it's coming back to the Celts a little bit. I'm thinking about putting in that plus three and a half right now with Boston. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, uh, you and I, I think both have supported Boston uh, from a betting standpoint. And, and, you know, you look at Boston right now, the Celtics, uh, Vanilla Tice has been doing an okay job, but he hasn't really needed to be involved in the game because the Nets just aren't attacking the rim. Uh, and, and so you throw in Robert Williams, and that's going to add a lift, uh, even though he's probably going to get spot minutes. I get that. Uh, but I'm going to focus in on what, what Tatum is doing to KD as a primary defender. I mentioned this yesterday, KD, eight points, uh, two of 13, uh, 15% uh, when, when Tatum is on him. Uh, so now at home, uh, a little bit more energy too for the role, role players for the Nets. I expect KD and Kyrie to be better uh, in critical situation, clutch situations, uh, therefore making it tough for the Celtics, but relying on that Celtics defense uh, in that balanced offense as well. I mean, that's something at three points. Uh, I can get behind catching those three points right there on the road. Three and a half right now on this board. Yeah, and I think, again, if you wait till tomorrow, and this is the thing as a better, like, don't just look at, you know, the games in front of your face today. Look to tomorrow. You can pick off some good numbers. Three and a half looks like it's getting down to three. Pritch, there's a great stat, and you hit the nail on the head with Mm -hmm. Tatum playing great defense. Right. I believe Kevin Durant has 13 made field goals and 12 turnovers. (laughs) That speaks to how good the Celtics defense is on him right now. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Adoka Adoka knows that team very, very well, speaking of the Nets. Okay, BetMGM Nevada. Everybody's time to get into BetMGM Sports. Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting boosted odds specials and much more just download the app and stop by any mgm casino on the strip with your state issued id open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in nevada visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be at least 21 and physically located in nevada please gamble responsibly gambling problem please call 1-800-522-4700 we got nfl draft headlines and some odds josh applebaum on the board let's go over those coming up next At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. 
That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See Lisa.com for more details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN is all in for the draft next week right here in Las Vegas. We have a special draft preview show this Sunday at 6 p.m. Tim Murray, Sean King will break down the, all the first round prospects. Uh, and props. Experts guests include legendary broadcaster Brent Musburger, former NFL GM Michael Lombardi, and former NFL defensive lineman, TV host Mike Golick, along with his son, Mike Golick Jr. Visit uh, vcin.com for all the information. Again, vcin's draft preview special is this Sunday at 6 p.m. exclusively on vcin. Don't forget to uh, download our NFL bet. Uh, betting guide, uh, draft betting guide is featuring best bets, mock drafts, and everything you need to score big this draft season. Download it today for just $10. Again, vcin.com slash draft for more information. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, the draft just days away. Everybody's excited. We got the stages, uh, people getting directed certain spots in town. I mean, it, it's, a, it's at a fever pitch. It's getting, it's getting there, at least. It feels like it. I mean, a lot of people are excited about the draft out here in Vegas. Um, the known piece uh, of the first round is about the number of wide receivers, and a lot of people, savvy betters, have jumped on that. It was five and a half, and now I, I said it's a lock for six. Uh, I'm going to give out this information here about Christian Watson uh, and his odds because the top 32 odds for him is, is minus 105 uh, and his over-under situation minus 115 at 39 and a half. So you got some cushion if you want it, uh, if you want to do the under 39 and a half, uh, minus 115, or do you take a shot at the minus 105 to be a top 32 pick there? So in this in these situations, Pritch, I think it's your preference and how much you're risking and how much you stand to win. Like to personally, you know, a top, you know, you could save some juice and go a first round pick. Mm-hmm. I'd probably pay what would you say, ten cents more to go under thirty nine. I would probably go that direction just because you're giving yourself a little bit more wiggle room because yeah. same thing with this Thibodeau move. Like, uh, obviously, we all want to pay, you know, if you're on a minus number, you want the smallest ni- minus number you can find. If you're on a plus, you want the biggest plus you can find. But also, I want to give myself the best chance to cash a bet. So in that Thibodeau example, like you could bet in minus 125 to go second overall. If you go second overall, nice, you, you cash your bet. But I'll take the under four and a half at minus 150, pay 25 cents more for the protection of knowing that he could go third or fourth, and I could still cash that bet. So I think it becomes a personal preference here, but I love what you're thinking and your thought process, Pritch, because, you know, play these books off each other, play these different prop bets off each other. You know, the odds makers may not, you know, tip their hand and tell you, hey, you know, bet this versus bet that. But Mm -hmm. if you can compare the two and maybe like, you know, your perfect example would be, you know, are they a first round pick? Okay, let's look at their over-under draft position. Head-to-heads are another thing, too. Like, one guy might be minus 120 to be drafted ahead of another guy, but it, this, you know, player A, his over-under might be 34 and a half. The other guy might be 40 and a half. Right. It's these little things where if you, you know, really pay attention and play the props off each other, like if you're on your app or your phone or a computer, hit every single NFL draft tab that they show and then see if you can maybe read some tea leaves and maybe find a better bet 
maybe you're thinking the same thing, but you find a better number based on a different uh, bet type. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Josh. And I mentioned before that I thought six wide receivers would go in the first round. And, uh, okay, just looking at the odds here, I mean, it's minus 105 for, for Christian Watson. Uh, Sky Moore is plus 130. The only receiver that we have on the board uh, with plus money, but we have eight of them. Uh, eight of uh, the receivers here on the board, and, and all of them uh, are pretty much uh, minus money here for a top 32 pick. Uh, so, I mean, you look at Drake London, for instance, uh, a top 10 pick, his over-under situation, 10 and a half. The under is plus 100. The top 10 pick is plus 135. Uh, which shot would you take here on this board? Yeah, so one thing in terms of the the sky more, like, you know, for example, like top 32 is plus 130, mm -hmm. but then look at his over-under draft position, right. 34 and a half. The over is minus 125. So for sky more, I'm not going to take – you know, a plus money on his top 32. Yeah, I want to cash a plus 130, risk one unit, get 1.3 units back. But basically, the odds makers are telling you they expect him 35 or higher based on the juice to the over 34 and a half. So this is exactly what we're talking about, you know, playing these different prop bets off of each other. I would say one that jumped out to me, Pritch, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about uh, would be uh, Wilson, you know, the wide receiver there from Ohio State, because mm -hmm. Wilson at one point was kind of neck and neck there uh, with Drake London. Mm -hmm. Now, Drake London has, has fallen off a little bit here. He's now plus 240 to be the first wide receiver selected. Jamison Williams has taken some steam. I think he was plus 200. Now he's down to plus 150. But what I like about Wilson is about a week ago, he was plus 130 to be the first wide receiver selected. I bet him at plus 130. Now he's down to plus 105. So you're seeing this line move in favor of Wilson being the first wide receiver selected. And that kind of jives with a lot of these mock drafts you're looking at, you know, your Kuipers, your McShays, uh, thinking that, hey, this guy, you know, possibly Atlanta, you know, in that top 10, maybe you see Wilson go off the board. So uh, I'll take Wilson. I already did, actually. But again, <laughs> if you like him, you probably want to get this plus money before maybe it falls to a minus number. Again, plus 105 right now, but it was plus 130 just a few days yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the uh, Randy Miller appearance because him and Mike Sando from The Athletic had a great discussion uh, about mocks. Uh, information that the media or mocks receive versus actual information in a war room. Uh, evaluators versus uh, team builders, coaches and, and evaluators and how they have their boards. And, you know, is it hype when you hear phrases like this guy's climbing the boards? Is that hype or is that fact? Right. And so uh, really a good breakdown. We'll get that from Randy Mueller here in, in the next segment. But I want to continue the discussion uh, about the Jets uh, because we do have odds. Uh, for their pick in the first round, Josh. Uh, the pick right there for the Jets, and I look at their roster. Uh, defense alignment edge is plus 125. Uh, or you can go the different route. We mentioned and highlighted Thibodeau already. Uh, defensive back is plus 250. What do you think the Jets are going to do with that uh, pick right there at number four? So I have seen a lot of mock drafts looking at uh, Sauce Gardner there for overall. And again, I'm really excited to talk to Randy Mueller because, you know, mocks, you know, it's almost like everyone's got a mock pitch. You can do, you know, anyone mm -hmm. can put one out there, right. but how much worth do they have? It really, to me, the Kuiper, the McShay, I put a lot of value into that just because they're really dialed in and they've been doing it for quite a long time and they have pretty good track record of success here. So Defensive lineman edge, that is your favorite here, but defensive back plus 250. If you see like your exact approach, these edge guys maybe go one, two, three, and you're looking at a lineman, you know, maybe is Neil there, is Aquanu available, or is Gardner available? I think, you know, to me, I'm looking at maybe defensive back plus 250 because Gardner has got the size. He's a shutdown corner, probably, you know, one of the few in the draft. I know, obviously, Stingley <laughs> here has had a lot of uh, steam lately, Pritch, to his under 10 and a half. But if Gardner's available there at four overall, and then you'll still, you know, have with your second first round pick, you know, have one of those offensive linemen be available to you, or maybe, you know, wide receiver, Drake London has been linked to them. I like Gardner there to maybe be the Jets first pick. I'd take a flyer on that plus 250 defensive. You back. know, there's no such thing as a shutdown corner in today's NFL, right? <laughs> yeah. Where's Drell Rivas at? Where, where's Rivas Island? <laughs> well, I mean, even <laughs> Ramsey, um, uh, who, who took him deep in the Super Bowl? Uh, T Higgins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, I, I mean, you have multiple wide receivers. So, like, what is one corner uh, going to do for you? I played with the greatest corner of all time, Deion Sanders. He was a lockdown guy. He would lock down half the field. But the other corner <laughs> was in trouble. <laughs> and so, therefore, we were in trouble. Uh, but if you can rush the passer and disrupt an offense and wreck an offense like we saw with the Rams or, or even, I don't know, Cincinnati uh, with the ability to get after the passer too, I, I don't know if you necessarily need shutdown, lockdown corners anymore because if taking away one receiver isn't going to solve the problem for you defensively. 
Yeah, I think it's a great point, Pritch. And again, to me, it's just your your evaluation of Gardner and also, yeah. you know, the division that you're in playing, you know, Mac Jones, all these young quarterbacks, uh, Josh Allen, two of the jury's out, but he's got a lot of weapons right now. So, you know, I think it's one of two ways. You want the most well-rounded team, mm-hmm. but you also you know, want to look in your division and defend some of these guys. So Gardner, you know, to me, that's just kind of what I've been seeing some mock drafts yeah. that I respect. But I would say, Pritch, third overall, Aquanu is your favorite right now at plus 250. Evan Neal is plus 350. So based on the odds, they're kind of telling us Hutchinson one, Thibodeau two. And then it gets interesting. Do you go Aquanu? Do you go Evan Neal? You know, Gardner's uh, third best at plus 350. Mm -hmm. To me, the draft gets interesting at three and beyond there. Yeah, how about that wide receiver plus 350 along with offensive lineman plus 350 for the Jets with their fourth overall pick. Keep in mind, uh, multiple uh, first-round picks for the Jets. In fact, two top 10 picks. Uh, for the Jets, too. And, but yet those odds uh, indicate something very strange right there. I mean, Edge, to me, uh, it just sticks out like a sore thumb for what the Jets have already on their roster and what they need. I'm with you, Pritch. It makes a lot of sense. I would just say, you know, be wary of these Giants and Jets prop bets on who they'll right. take with their first-round pick because, remember, they have two first-round picks. They're both top-10 picks. So right. think of it this way. Like, you know, it's much easier. Like, to me, uh, you may end up getting one of the two right. Like, let's say you take Jets defensive lineman as their first pick. What if they don't take him their first top-10, but they take him their second top-10? I just think with two picks, it gets a little more complicated. If you're going to bet, and I'm not a big fan of, you know, who will this team draft? I think it's it's kind of a parlay mentality. It's very, very difficult to predict. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to do it on a team with two first-round picks because they could just be playing a numbers game saying, hey, we really like this guy, but let's take this guy before him because he still might be available with our second pick. If you're going to bet this prop, I'd focus on teams that only have one first-round pick, maybe have a glaring need or are tied to a specific player. All right. Your general thoughts on the draft in terms of all these teams with multiple first-round picks. Do you think we're going to get a lot of trades or uh, fireworks? Armageddon, what's going to happen, you think? So I would love it. I would hate it if it blew up some of my uh, my draft prop bets. Like if you're you know picking a guy to go somewhere and then they make a move and they don't need that position anymore. But you've got a lot of wide receivers you know, yeah. requesting trades here, Bridge. I'll take the trades. It'll, it'll make it a little bit more, uh, more fun. All right, coming next, uh, up next on the program, Randy Mueller, uh, former Saints and Dolphins GM, executive of the year in 2000, uh, and a guy who's in to know when it comes to what's going to happen in this upcoming draft. He's going to join the program. Come up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties. They also come in two strengths, so you can easily find a satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by Benham Jim, Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host with you today and happy to bring on to the program a longtime uh, NFL executive. In fact, uh, NFL executive of the year in 2000, uh, former GM of the Saints and Dolphins, host of the Football GM podcast, Randy Mueller. Randy, welcome to Betting Across America. How are you? Thanks, guys. I'm doing great. Good to be on with you. Great to have you, Randy. A long time. I haven't spoken with you in a while, but I'm <laughs> looking forward to this conversation because we have to draft in a matter of days out here in Vegas. Uh, and I want to know what Jacksonville is going to do with the number one overall pick when they've been so active in the offseason, free agency in particular. Uh, what are your thoughts? What's, what's your sense that, that you know about Jacksonville and, and what perhaps they can do with that number one overall pick? Well, I obviously don't have any insight into exactly what their plan is. I don't think they're letting that out there. But in looking at the guys on tape that I've done and kind of putting together my own thoughts, and you've heard Aiden Hutchinson, the defensive end from Michigan, mention most, I think they've got to draft a guy, Pritch, that has team-proof skill sets. And for me, that guy is Trevon Walker, the defensive end from Georgia. He's big, he's powerful, he plays like a big man, but yet he's nimble and can rush. He can do all kinds of things. And I think play in any scheme. And that's the kind of guy that Trent Baalke has, has picked in the past. He can play five technique. He can play seven. They can use him in so many ways that it doesn't matter per scheme. He's a little bit like Brenton Buckner, who went from the 49ers to the Colts. That kind of skill set, maybe even a, back in the day, a Richard Seymour, where you don't see a ton of production on paper, 
But all he's doing is setting the edge, and the linebackers are making the plays behind him, but yet he's explosive enough to stand on his own. He's the best player that I've seen this year, so it wouldn't be shocked if that's the route they go. Randy, this is Josh Applebaum. It's great to meet you for the first time and pick your brain with the NFL draft less than a week away. But I got to ask you about Kayvon Thibodeau. From a betting perspective, yep. you know, bettors who want to bet the NFL draft, they're really looking at the lines every single day and looking at how the lines move for draft positions and who will go first, who will go second, who will go third. Thibodeau from Oregon has had a lot of movement over the last couple days. Second overall, he was around a plus 275 uh, dog. Now he's a minus 125 favorite. So are you hearing anything? Does it make sense to you? Will Thibodeau go second overall? Uh, what's your take on Thibodeau and where he may land? He's a great case study, that's for sure. And I'll just give you my thoughts as to kind of how I've evolved with this kid. He was a really good player a year ago. He played okay this year. Since the season has been over, everybody's been trying to kill the kid about what he says, what he does. He's really been under the microscope. But what I found myself doing, and maybe over the last few days more than anything, and this might be reflective of your line, you go back for one last look on tape, and wow, you see all kinds of stuff that you don't see every year. You see a guy that can rush the passer from any specific place. He's another guy that doesn't have to fit in the scheme. He's truly an outside linebacker but he's explosive, he's explosive, he's sudden off the ball. He has really natural bend and turn the corner and do a lot of things that the Vaughn Millers of the world or great pass rushers do. So I think what happens is people go back and look at the film at the end to make sure they're set and find out, what are we doing? We've, we've knocked this kid for all these intangibles, but the film doesn't lie. So they go back to the film and guess what? He's in the top two or three on our board. We're speaking with Randy Mueller. 2000 Executive of the Year in the National Football League, also uh, GM of the Saints and the Dolphins. You can follow Randy on Twitter uh, at Randy Mueller underscore. Uh, so, Randy, w with that thought, as betters too, I mean, we're looking at all these mocks. Uh, how much hype is in the media side of things when you see or hear about players, oh, they're rising and they're climbing the boards here? And I mean, I, I would think that the NFL and these teams already have their boards set. Uh, at this point, but, uh, you know, we're, as betters, we're looking for any and all information that we can find, though. Sure. I think the term risers or fallers at the end are really created by the media, and, and I'm not saying they're wrong. What usually happens, and, and you mentioned it, is that the, the media or the outside sources are just catching up with what we already have known on the inside, right? The, the scouts have known this all along. The coaches have known this all along. The GMs have known where this guy sits on their board the whole time. And certain people are just catching up to it. So it's been labeled a late riser or a late faller. So there's fact to it for some. But for those on the inside, it doesn't really work out that way. I will say this, and this is the hardest thing about whether you're betting on when a guy's going to get picked or whatever, you've got to take into consideration the criteria and the schemes because the schemes matter for these players. And certain players are more valued by certain teams because their skill set fits with what they're going to do. And that's, you know, that doesn't get known by the outside world, whether it's the betting world or just basic fans. So it is about fit. There are certain players, and, and that's why I listed Walker and Thibodeau. They, those are good players regardless of scheme fit. And not so much on the offensive side, especially at offensive line. Those guys fit any system as well. But those edge rushers, those guys that fit a specific role that can only have their hand on the ground, but yet they're undersized, those are the guys where the dilemma is for the outside sources. The inside guys have those guys pegged, and usually it's not as high as people think. Randy, i got to get your take on the quarterback uh, market here. Obviously, we don't have a Trevor Lawrence or you know the, the surefire. Got to take him one overall. But really what we're seeing across the market is Malik Willis is the favorite to be the first wide, the first quarterback selected. He's minus 155 right now. Right behind him, Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, Matt Corral, Howell, you know, all these other guys pretty far back. But what's your take in your scouting report on Malik Willis? Uh, will he be the first quarterback selected in the draft? I think it's a, it's a study in itself in that I always come back to this. The criteria for what NFL teams are looking for, especially at that position, isn't the same that people are finding on the outside. And let's start with Malik. I mean, he's six foot, one half inch tall. Nobody is looking for six foot quarterbacks in the NFL. So he's got to overcome that. He's very athletic. He has a powerful arm. But there's a lot of things that six foot frame don't allow him to do. So for my money, there's some vision issues, there's some processing issues, not because he can't do it, just height-oriented, right? He's just not tall enough to see all that stuff. Therefore, he will miss some guys. He will throw some inconsistent routes, especially on things over the middle. So 
ability, but it's going to take a while for him to adjust. I've been pro all along on Kenny Pickett because he checks the boxes, whether it's height, weight, speed, processing, arm, accuracy, all of the above. For me, he's checked those all season long. And I heard some people say, well, there's not a lot of upside. Well, he's also going to convert right away because he's been doing everything a pro offense is going to ask him to do. And guess what? He's six three and a half, So he can evolve and, and operate in the pocket, but yet he's athletic enough to get out. So I just have less doubts about him, so that's why he's the number one quarterback in my mind. Randy, I was listening to your podcast, a football GM uh, with The Athletic, you and Mike Sando, uh, and you highlighted a couple players at a position that nobody's really talking about that I think betters can make some money with, uh, and that's the uh, first running back selected. Now, I'm not talking about uh, first round. I mean, it could be the first round or even the second round, but uh, a lot of people love Brees Hall. Uh, he's got the hype. He's a favorite, minus 250, but there's a couple other running backs you highlighted on your podcast that I, I think are very interesting to betters. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a lot of times, Mike, what the criteria is. Mm -hmm. And everybody's criteria is different. I think Brees Hall is up in in a lot of outsiders' views because he ran fast at the combine. Everybody sees that fast time. Well, in my opinion, he doesn't play that fast. So if I see that, other NFL people are going to see that as well. So I don't think he's going to be as high on everybody's list. The guys I liked were the two guys from Georgia, Zamir White and and, uh, his running mate, James Cook, the brother of Davin Cook. These guys are, are, I think, not only fast, they play in the, in the passing game, they can block when asked to in pass protection. Those are all things that are going to be criteria that NFL teams look at to, to come in and play early on. The one I like the most, like I said, is White, because even though he has had two ACLs, the guy plays really reckless and hard and, and I think can run inside, he runs outside. I just didn't have any doubts about him. We all know there's... 40 speed, right, Mike? Mm -hmm. And then there's play speed. And the play speed for me is what you see on tape, and that's the easiest way to evaluate these guys. It's how fast they play, not necessarily how fast they play on the clock. So that's why I settled on those two guys being ahead of Brees in my running back rankings. Randy, last question for you. Only got about a minute here, but wide receivers. I think a lot of betters are really looking at this over five and a half wide receiver prop. Uh, what's your take? Will, will we get six receivers or more in the first round? And do you like Garrett Wilson being the first wide receiver selected? He's the favorite right now at plus 105. You know, again, I guess that's why Baskin Robbins has 31 flavors, right? We all like different shades of ice cream and, and flavors. So for me, and, and I've made a little history of drafting wide receivers out of Ohio State. Mike probably knows that between <laughs> Joey Galloway and Ted Ginn and, and uh, some of these other guys. They, they seem to all have one thing in common. They can run. For my money, the best receiver in the group right now is Chris Olave. I think he's already a professional receiver. He can not only run fast, but he is a technician as a route runner. He catches everything. I think he's, again, if I'm selecting, he's the first guy on my list. But I will say this, Garrett is second, and he's the most explosive of the yeah. bunch. So it kind of depends on who you ask. All right. Randy, a pleasure to have you on the program. Awesome to speak with you again. That was awesome. Thanks, guys. Take care. Randy Mueller, Executive of the Year in 2000. Great information. We'll recap uh, and move forward to the NBA. Coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. 
Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a good time for new customers to discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $200 if you place a $10 wager on any NBA playoff game. Either team hits a three-pointer regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old to wager. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. We just had Randy Mueller on, Josh. Uh, anything stick out to you in terms of discovery? You know, this is a guy that's watched a lot of tape. He still watches a lot of tape as he does his GM podcast, uh, GM football, football GM podcast. And, uh, you know, Chris Alave is one of those players that lingers around you because he is exceptional route runner. You know, people off of him because of his size, I think, a little bit. But he's a playmaker, and that's what the NFL is coveting right now. Yeah, so I think Randy was just a fantastic interview. Really got a lot of data from him, and, you know, he's been there, done that. He's been in that position, the draft players. So, obviously, he knows what he's talking about. I would say Olave, uh, if anyone's listening, shh, I want the Patriots. I want, the, <laughs> I want Olave to drop to the Patriots at 21. That's what mm-hmm. I'm really hoping for. But I think what he said about Trayvon Walker, that's really the most yeah. important thing to me, Pritch, because – if the Jaguars end up going Walker number one, that is going to blow up the entire draft board for a lot of people because you've had Hutchinson the favorite. Now Walker's had a big move in his favor, but now Thibodeau is looking at that two overall. So, you know, if Walker isn't drafted and we get Hutchinson one, Thibodeau two, you know, the odds makers will have done it correctly. But that steam to Walker was huge, and then it's really kind of evaporated over the last few days, mm-hmm. and Thibodeau has, has really overtaken Walker. So my question is, you know, if Trent Balky goes with, you know, quote unquote, the you know the physical specimen, the super high upside guy, and Walker is a, is a surprise at number one, I think it's going to really be, uh, you know, probably hurtful to a lot of betters. We're looking Hutchinson at number one, right? Yeah. Now. How about that? And then Hutchinson, does he go number two to Detroit, or does Detroit go Thibodeau because of the bend nature that he has? that we just heard from Randy Mueller, you know, and, and again, it's not a comparison, but uh, you love the fact that Avon Miller can bend around the corner and get to the quarterback. And uh, that, that would be the decision, though, for Detroit at number two. And then, okay, what happens at number three? Because uh, you're right. If Walker goes one, uh, I think you could see Edge go one, two, and three. But then the Texans, I mean, who knows what they do there? Uh, who knows if a team tries to trade up as well to try to covet and get one of those Edge guys as well as they see Hutchinson perhaps sliding? And to me, this is the reason why we're talking about Thibodeau because he's kind of the flavor of the week or mm-hmm. flavor of the last few days because of this line movement to go second overall. But this is why I went with the under four and a half draft position because it protects you a little bit. I think it's, you know, in terms of paying a little bit more juice, like minus 150, minus 125. Right. Yes, the 125 is a much better price, but it's not minus 125 versus minus 225. It's only 25 cents more. And I'll protect myself on the off chance that, hey, maybe Walker does go one. Maybe Hutchinson does go two. Then you're looking at Thibodeau, maybe three. 
three or four, able to cash that under four and a half. So these are the little things. I think if you're going to bet the NFL draft, you got to be listening to Vison. You got to be looking at you know what what Twitter is saying, and you know people want to know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. To me, that's how you can really play these bets off each other, and hopefully have a pretty good draft and, and cash a few prop bets. And again, watching tape, Brandy Mueller highlighted the fact that okay, running backs because Brees Hall is a favorite. Uh, Bet MGM first running back selected. He's minus two fifty. Uh, but these other running backs that Randy Mueller mentioned, uh, James Cook. Uh, plus 1,400, Josh. Uh, Azumir White, plus 5,000. So medicals and, and character interviews, right? So the medical situation for White, a, a lot of mocks uh, or media might be off of him because of the fact that he's been injured. But yet from a skill set standpoint and what the league is about now, Randy has identified those two players as perhaps guys being selected before Brees Hall is selected. Yeah, so that's that was kind of surprising to me, to be honest with you. I hadn't heard some of those names listed before, like mm-hmm. the Cook and you know the running backs from Georgia. So again, looking at the board here, you know they're pretty pretty much far down on the list. I mean, you could say you know Cook is is what plus fourteen hundred. So I guess you're kind of in that that kind of I don't know big dog type range. Right. That would be a surprise to me. Brees Hall has pretty much been the favorite and stayed the favorite. There's been no dip in his price. If anything, is he's gone up. I think minus two hundred to minus two fifty. Mm-hmm. So. I'll, I'll still take Brees Hall, first running back selected here. But I think if you're a team that's maybe targeting, you know, early second round, some of these guys from Georgia could be worth a look. And I, I believe, Pritch, is it over just a half running back in round one? I think it's just a half. So you're going to need one of these guys to go in round one. And as we've seen in recent years, you haven't had a lot of running backs early on. That position has been a little bit devalued based on getting these guys pretty, you know, pretty good players in later round second, third or fourth. Right. Absolutely, Josh. Uh, spot on with that right there. OK, let's get to the NBA and see if we can make some money. Um, here we go with the previews of the games. Uh, the Heat at the Hawks. I'm not sleeping on the Hawks at home with that record. I've highlighted that a little bit, even though they've been in a play-in situation for the majority of the year. Uh, stellar at home, 27 and 14. To put that in perspective, the Heat were 29 and 12. Uh, and then also, okay, what? They're the top six scoring team uh, in the NBA. Talking about the Hawks, uh, they are catching a point now. 222 is the total. Where are you going? So, Pritch, I'm going to die on that hill of that Nuggets hill from last night. This one is way too short. It's way too lopsided toward Miami. Uh, I think after last night and seeing what Golden State did, I think a lot of the public's going to say tonight, give me all these really, really short favorites. But, again, as a contrarian, I'm super excited about tonight. I'm also a little bit, you know, nervous. It's kind of a good, nervous, anxious feeling just because all three are so lopsided. Like, so starting with this game, Pritch, the Miami Heat, they open at some shops laying like three, laying two and a half. You've seen this number get all the way down to, I'm seeing one and a half right now. I'm seeing a couple books that are back up to two. But either way, depending on your opener, the line opens super short, and it's only moved toward Atlanta here. And if you look at betting, uh, bet, uh, bet MGM betting percentages, mm-hmm. 78% of bets are on the heat, yet they open a short number, and the line has actually fallen a little bit to the Hawks here. So I'll take the Hawks in the points. I think if you're at a book at a one and a half, I would wait this thing out. I think the key number is two right now. I think you're going to get it. A lot of these books are, you know, Miami minus one and a half, minus 115. Like it probably will tick back up to two. But I jumped on Atlanta plus two here, Pritch. A desperate team down 0-2. They're only getting 22% of bets. And you mentioned it, home road. This is a complete Jekyll and Hyde difference here where on the road, they're only 16 and 25. But at home, Pritch, I don't know if it's the wings, it's the nightlife. I don't know what it is, <laughs> uh, but a big advantage. It's the, we'll call it the wings it's here. The location of Williams, the wings. <laughs> the location, exactly. Maybe that could be a bigger role here, a bigger part. But again, great at home, 27, what'd you say, 27 and 14, mm-hmm. Pritch. I'll take the points here, plus two Atlanta. And I'll also look at maybe an overplay. Both games have gone under, yeah. but this total opened 220. It's up to 221 and a half. I'll take the over in this one. All right. Uh, I like that the situation right there. Okay, Milwaukee, Chicago. Uh, no Middleton uh, with the injury. The Bucks are two and a half on the board here. I'm seeing one three, but it's up from one and a half where it opened. Uh, 222 and a half is the total. Where are you going with this game, Josh? I got to go bulls in this one, Pritch. I think if you like one dog tonight, you're going to like them all. They're all very similar. Short home dogs getting pretty much no support whatsoever. So in this one, Pritch, you're totally right. You know, I saw different openers, like a one and a half up to two and a half. Bet MGM said they opened at three and a half and came down to two and a half. So it's kind of hard to get a feel for the, uh, you know, the line movement in the opener here. But I think regardless, we're sitting two and a half and the line's really not moving at all. My play here would be wait and see if you can get a plus three on Chicago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now, despite missing Chris Miller, Middleton, public isn't worried about that. 77% of bets are on the Bucks right now, yet the line really hasn't budged at all. So I'll take Chicago in the points here. Again, only getting 23% of bets. The under did get hit a little bit, 223 down to 222 and a half. 
but again, I think missing Middleton and now coming home in, with Chicago, maybe some of the, the momentum that they got off their uh, their win last game. Uh, I'll take the points of the Bulls in this one. And again, I think if you like the favorite, you're liking all three favorites. If you like a dog, you're probably liking all, all three dogs tonight. Well, it's interesting uh, because from a contrarian standpoint, uh, you are true to form, I think, because the favorite is, what, 15-5, and five, uh, straight up 13-7 and seven ATS in the playoffs, but yet two dogs so far it, that's attracted you uh, with these games. So I think it goes two ways, Pritch. Like, on the one hand, you mentioned it. Like, Chalk has done incredibly mm -hmm. well. So, you know, again, the updated numbers you had, they're 18-8 and eight against yep. the spread. I think, what are they, 21-5 and five straight up, the numbers that you just mentioned. But uh, think of it this way. On the one hand, it's cashed very well. So I want to be on the side of what's really cashing right now. But I would just be a little careful because when you see these favorites continue to cover, 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 what are the odds makers going to do? They're getting, they're, they're losing money on all these favorites covering every single game because the favorites are the popular play. And that's where the public likes to go in these playoff games. So my angle would be, yeah, favorites have done great. And again, I, I don't, I don't blame anyone betting these favorites. They, mm -hmm. How do you not play them? But I would just be a little wary of some regression and also some inflated numbers. Like if all these favorites continue to cash, what are the odds makers going to do? Maybe their supercomputer has a, a two point spread tonight, but they'll open it two and a half or three because they know that the public will just hammer these favorites anyway. So, it's a little bit tricky here. I think if you're looking for a blanket statement, I lean a little more to blanket unders right now. Okay, blanket unders. I'm not looking for anything. I was just curious on your thoughts on that because uh, at some point, you're right. Uh, when is it going to change uh, from from what's been happening with favorites? Okay, the the Suns are favored on the road without Booker. Two sixteens a total. Uh, they're catching two points. If you like the Pelicans, though. I got to finish up my night tonight Rich, with another disgusting gross contrarian play. Give me the Pelicans here. I would wait, see if you can get a two and a half. Uh, obviously no Booker here, but you're mm -hmm. back home. And there's only 20% of bets on the Pelicans tonight, 80% on the Suns. Pritch, have a great weekend, my man. <laughs> you too, Josh Applebaum. <laughs> Talk about ending the week, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And the draft's only, what, five days away? I oh, cannot wait. Yeah, good Lord. Uh, buckle up for that. Uh, that'll do it. Good luck to you, Josh Applebaum. The Edge coming up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.